1: Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully?
2: Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast.
1: Look at i'm in really bad shape. Come
2: on, please, mom, please. Mom. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give
1: me, give me. I need, mom. I need.
2: Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate
1: mutilation of a public service message.
2: And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. Your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner,
0: and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. That Caramel. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 36 of Yes Have Some Podcast. What was that? Caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? It's
2: whatever you want it to be.
0: Everybody's been asking that lately. Everyone's got Halloween fever and they can't figure (laughs) out what it is. Uh, Uh. Episode 36, Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, I'm here with my co-hosts. Abigail Gardner, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Okay, good. It's good, good. it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. uh Jacob Walsh, what's up? Hey, hey. nothing oh. okay, All right. <laughs> hey, hey I like this it. is uh we're How's recording this one day before America is made great again or or not great again. <sighs> it's election night. yay, politics. Yay,
2: are we doing politics?
0: We can. Sure. Yes, no, have some politics. Nobody wants to. have Nobody something. wants that. Nobody cares. Yeah. Although when you get on Facebook, you'd think everybody cares. Like it's the you only thing. You see a care lot about. of it. I don't think they care at all.
2: It's you know.
0: Jake, do you care?
3: Uh, nope, not at all.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, yes, have some apathy. <laughs> I'm voting in the morning. It's just going to be early, and I don't. It's always at a church or a school, and I get stressed out going into
0: either of those. Let me tell you guys about stressed out this week at work uh, at my job, my other job. Okay, um, the one that doesn't <laughs> the pay nine the bills, to
2: fiver. Yeah,
0: they did uh, take your parents to work day.
2: Okay. Oh wow!
0: And it was really That's a real st-
3: thing.
2: Yeah. No
0: touching. It was really stressful because I walked in and there was all these parents, and I felt immediately like I was doing something wrong or I was being judged or there was like a parent-teacher conference. Uh, there was a lot of very light blue denim jeans. Okay. And... Uh, a lot
2: of flares. Lot of
0: f- it was stressful. It was stressful to see all those parents in the in the workplace. I didn't like that. So, uh, fuck you, parents. Stay out of our yeah. job. Yeah. Stay oh, away geez. from the workplace.
2: Hey, starting off...
0: I kind of was jealous because I think... I could have brought my parents, I think. <laughs> you think? Or your parents. Oh, no. Jake, I could have brought That's, your mom. You know you could have yeah that's she would have well they all got good food though so that was good well that's good, good. for them well that's
3: but, very good but yeah, i couldn't
0: get cool. a read on like my my instinct when i meet uh, a stranger is to be like hey did you see that new ghostbusters what would you think you gotta get it <laughs> you guys like it no the new one the new one. Oh yeah there's a new one. Oh, you didn't know okay cool <laughs> um well cool well thank you everybody for joining us um we really appreciate your uh, listenership, as always. Uh, we've got some stuff that we wanted to get off our chest. We actually hung out. We were we did an in person hangout, the three of us. IRL. We, we did sure I, did. We yeah. did he said,
2: "What what's your ASL? Let's meet
0: IRL." Yeah, Jake, you were uh, you were in Atlanta last weekend. I was
3: in Atlanta. Uh, I was in Atlanta, and I was also in LA last weekend.
0: Oh, that's good. Whoa. I literally uh, forgot why you were here. Uh, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we talked about it a little bit in the last we talked about it a little bit in the last episode uh, yeah I went to uh, LA again and uh, I checked out Disneyland which is it was fun way different than Disney World uh, We. I also went to uh, <clears throat> I went and saw a Nightmare Before Christmas live with uh, all the original voice actors uh, and it was really cool, uh, oh, cool. it was really fun and, uh, yeah, I was there for two days and then flew back into Atlanta, and I hung out with you guys.
1: Yeah,
2: you did. That was like a dream weekend. Wow. I was a little jealous. Yeah, we watched
3: some movies.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> watched some movies. Uh, Tiny couple movies. Yeah. So, yeah, you, Jake, it was funny. I picked up Jake from the airport, and I was like, hey, are you hungry? And you were like, I have to take a shower. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it sounded
2: like it was like an action-packed. It ash-
3: was like a, packed- a
0: whirlwind weekend. <laughs>
3: I like It that. was so busy. We yeah, I was there for two nights. Uh, we were so busy, barely ever at the hotel, and I just I didn't take a shower like the whole time. I know that sounds disgusting, mm-hmm. but that means you had I, a really good time. I just didn't. I just didn't have time. I took a shower before I left, and when I got back.
0: Hey, I bet the people on your flight were like, "This is a nightmare before air travel." Hey. <laughs> um, oh. That's cool steps. though. So original cast nightmare. I almost said Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare so. on Elm Street, yeah. Paul Rubin. Paul Rubens.
3: Yeah, Paul Rubens, uh Danny Elfman, Catherine O'Hara. So everybody. Cool. The guy who played Hoogie Boogie. I can't Ken Page, that's his name. All right. Uh Greg Greg Proops was there. Oh, uh, cool. Doing some voice work. Uh yeah, it was cool.
0: Very cool. Um yeah. they so the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra is doing the music of Nightmare Before Christmas coming up. Um, but they don't got the uh, original cast. Yeah, certainly don't. I want to see Catherine O'Hara. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to bring her to
0: um, bring your parents to work day. Yeah, (laughs) you could choose the parents. Someone else's parents. She's an example of a bad parent because she leaves her children. She would just yell the whole time. She might not show up. (laughs) She was in Paris. (sighs) Um, I did have a a running joke of dressing up as George Washington because he's the father of our country Oh, and coming to work. Uh, nobody yeah. laughed at <laughs> once. Yeah, at nobody sure. understood. It's, yeah. But my other joke I'm was I'm not
2: sure I understand.
1: I do.
0: I walked up to this one kid, uh, a kid, this one child. <sighs> uh, I walked up to a guy I work with and I was like, uh, Yeah, my dad couldn't come because the Angels didn't win the pennant. <laughs> oh.
2: So that went over well.
0: That was a Angels in the Outfield joke, <laughs> just to let everybody know. Uh, okay. More baseball
2: from the Yes Have Some podcast. Yes Have Some Politics.
0: <laughs> Wait yes Wait a Have Some Baseball. I would venture to say that most of the people that listen to this podcast have an affinity for angels in the outfield.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, that's great. We love that. <laughs> I loved it.
0: I had a crush on him. Christopher Lloyd?
2: Yes. In that role as the angel. I just <laughs> couldn't get him out of my head. No, that's not true. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I thought he was real cute. He, I still think he's cute. And that's a great movie. I'm not judging you, but there's just been... A lot of baseball, like a large quantity of baseball, going on in our house. <laughs> are
3: there um, are there talks? Are there talks like talk- when, as soon as the podcast's done recording, and she's just like, "Hey, next week, no more baseball."
0: Hey, no more. Well, the season. No more sports. Is how no don't more know.
3: sports on the podcast. There's All
2: been a right. lot of locker room talk over here, Jake.
0: Yeah, it's um, been <laughs> really serious. Grabbing each other. Uh, no. Well. Before we move on, I'll just mention it because I talked about it in the last episode. The Cubs won the World Series. Yay, yeah, yeah, yay! First time in go Cubs 100, go. 100, sure, 100 cool. Oh, god, cool. Oh god, oh, it's over. it. But did you see Bill Murray singing with the Cubs on Saturday Night Live?
2: I saw that. Yeah,
0: sure did. <laughs>
2: It was, you know, that song is not, it's just not great, but, you know, I know that it's got a special place in your heart. And you snuck it in as, like, the singer-at-the-end song bumper of our last podcast.
0: Yeah, I did. I made an got audible a lot of noise when I heard feedback. that. Here's the thing. Jake saw Bill Murray singing with the Cubs and was like, I never really liked that guy, Bill Murray.
2: You know. <laughs> <laughs> a little, I think I like him less now. Um, no, good baseball. It's just, I'm glad it's over.
0: Cool. It's, yeah. Well... I'm glad it's over too because we won and we get to celebrate. And uh, if you guys don't like it, uh, go fuck yourselves. Okay. Whoa. So, um, hey. hey. Yes. Housekeeping is a safe place. Do we have anything we want to talk about? <laughs> get off our chest before we move on here. Yeah. Uh, like I said. Um, yeah, Jake. Jake Walsh. I just I just had a,
3: a couple little bits of news that maybe uh, we should talk about. Go for it, man. <clears throat> um, but but first of all, the thing that I the thing I want to talk about first is just something that um, it's really important to me. Uh, it's something that kind of fills my life up. It's with me. It's something that I have a lot of faith in
1: mm-hmm.
3: um and in that it's it's God.
1: oh wow.
3: um there there's some Godzilla news uh, oh so, so the other God yeah, so Godzilla <laughs> yeah, you know the the real one uh Godzilla 2, um they've come out and said that it's gonna be written and directed by uh Michael Doherty and mm-hmm. that's the guy who wrote and directed Trick or Treat and Krampus.
2: Okay, and you like Krampus. That's kind of
3: crazy because I like both of those movies. I think they're they're both really funny and they're both like they're both pretty good mixes of horror or comedy. Seems kind of weird <laughs> for you know directing Godzilla 2.
1: Right. right. Like
3: I don't know what what they're doing with the tone. Like what what's happening here, but that dude's really good. I really love both of those movies. I love Godzilla. Yeah. I think uh I'm excited for it either way. Yeah, uh, like a self
2: aware it, comedic It's gonna be different.
3: Cool. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't be bad to have a little bit of comedy in a movie like that. Uh it, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt it. Um I just think that'd be cool. That's a cool little bit of news that popped up. Also, last week was Godzilla's sixty second birthday.
0: Happy birthday, Godzilla. Happy birthday. I yeah, need him birthday, anything. Pretty. It's almost you, my birthday. you just what
3: do you get him at this point? You know
2: he has everything. Whatever
3: he wants, he's got everything.
2: <laughs> it's always too small, anyway. Yeah, it's never <laughs> a scale. Yeah,
0: even if you bought he can't him afford a va- the big like, stuff. He, yeah, even if you like went to the store and bought him like a pretty big blanket, like I just feel like it wouldn't be big enough. It's like a tissue. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, he
3: what doesn't.
2: Is this? It's, it's always warm. A he is a handkerchief. Well, he's probably cold blooded. Yeah, I imagine he he takes care of himself. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's always got a couple of jackets like me. Uh, oh, a, couple backup a couple
3: jackets. jackets. Yeah, he, he goes looks- through jackets though with those like spines on his back. He's, oh,
2: yeah, he's yeah. always going through, them. A, so it a doesn't hurt. To get underneath
1: him. that, you know, smart.
0: Yeah, that's good. <sighs> It, well, it's You also, gotta stay warm. It kind of sucks because you he probably, know with air conditioning. He, with Godzilla's birthday being so close to the holidays, he probably gets the Merry Christmas slash Happy Birthday presents.
2: Totally forgotten, right? Uh. <laughs> In the mix.
3: <laughs>
2: That's the worst. Explains yeah. like um, a lot. His path of so
0: destruction. Did
3: you, did, <laughs> did you guys hear? Okay, so you know, uh, Universal is doing. Um, they're doing. They're trying to remake all of like the universal monsters and right. make yes. a cinematic a shared universe, universe out of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you guys read the news about the Bride of Frankenstein that that just came out? No. No. Um so help me with his name here, Craig. That David uh Kett, is that his name?
0: David Kep. I was going to say David yeah, Hasselhoff wrote... or David Schwimmer, but no, David yes. Kep, he's the <laughs> screenwriter. He's written a ton of movies uh
3: he right. Wrote, he did
0: the Jurassic Park. Yeah, he did the screenplay of Jurassic Park and all sorts of other okay. great stuff. Yes.
3: Right. Well, he has ri- he has already written and turned in the screenplay for Bride of Frankenstein. Oh wow! And uh, he has called it one of his favorite scripts. Okay. And uh, I just want to read a couple of these quotes from him. Okay. Um, because it sounds—it sounds pretty good. Like the you know they—they got the they're—they're—they're they're, uh, they're working on the mummy right now, and it i don't know what to think of that tom cruise is in it it just sounds like another of those movies but this Mm -hmm. one sounds a little different so like this is this is something he had to say about uh the script so he says it's one of his favorite scripts he's written in years um because he gets to reimagine the frankenstein story it gets into so many issues of men trying to feel dominant over women
1: Ooh, uh, girl I knew
3: you would like it to to create someone who then says, you don't own me. It becomes a tale of liberation. So I thought that was cool. That is cool. And, um, he, he also talks a little bit about how, uh, how these movies are going to fit together. They asked them about like maybe the tone of all these movies. Mm -hmm. And and he mentions how the mummy in the mummy, uh, the mummy is the villain of that movie. And it's bad. They have to stop the mummy mummy. And then in this movie, he says that their bride is a sympathetic figure. It's like a tragic movie. You know, oh, she's not. Are we not talking Carrie
2: territory? Because, bro, I just <laughs> listened to six hours and 44 minutes of Sissy Spacek reading Carrie over the last several days. What? And bro, I'm done with it. <laughs> it. It was amazing. So that's just, that's territory that I'm like deep in. That sounds amazing. I'm
0: like really yeah. excited now that you're yeah. telling me this. Well, I'm a little. Yeah, see, I,
3: th- I thought you'd be into it. That's why I wanted oh, to Oh,
0: so. I'm into it. So. I wonder with these – these like so we all know that planning a cinematic universe, uh, though Marvel seems to make it look like an easy thing, uh, it's not. Yeah. And we keep hearing about studios – There's like, a lot of
2: thought going into
0: that. Ta- yeah, talking about wanting these shared universes, um, I guess because they think that's a successful way to have all these franchises go on and on and make tons of money. But Marvel yeah. is doing it perfectly – but who else is? Like, nope. Like, DC's DC not. DC
2: ain't doing it.
0: And DC ain't doing anything. Y'all, right. I saw
2: that Wonder Woman trailer. I mean, it's all right. But...
0: DC... DC's not. DC's not doing it. And, much. um, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Well, you know, who they wanted to launch a cinematic universe, and we know what's going Jake on there. Jake just laughed. Jake's yeah. just <laughs> laughing.
3: Um Well, I mean, who, who else is really trying? Who else has well, come out well, with more than thing. one movie that's... Besides Marvel... You know, in D.C.? Right. Well, who else thing, has put you, out multiple movies that are supposed well, like, to be in the same? All, nobody. All nobody's these, even
0: right. so got all that the, far. All these studios keep talking about it, though. So, like, the Godzilla King Kong, is that's going to be a universe of some sort. And then there's, like, right, the, and, the, and Hasbro, the Hasbro universe with, like, G.I. Joe and, uh, like, Mask. And, like, the, it's like, why don't they just make good movies? And if they, like, I hope the Mummy movie with Tom Cruise is good. But if that's the first one and it sucks, it puts such a damper and a pressure on all the other movies, you know? Yeah, right.
2: but not on him because he's just unstoppable. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I don't think he's, <laughs> he's so unstoppable.
0: That... that Jack Reacher too didn't do he didn't uh, reach too far. Very hot. Yeah. yeah,
2: he didn't reach. Yeah, I'm just Jack thinking about Reacher. <laughs> Scientology.
0: Um, but everything you just said is really cool. Like I, I like the idea of a shared universe. I think that's why, like, that's what's really cool about comic books and like seeing all the different like. And Stephen King, and St- yeah, and Stephen King—the ultimate shared universe, the yeah. Stephen King universe. Um, yeah.
2: There's nothing better yeah. than like seeing characters crossover that you love, and finding Easter eggs and little things popping up from one and another universe, and having it all come together in the end. Easter gay,
0: eggs, yeah, DC, give them to me. DC, guess what's not an Easter egg? Having your characters watch video screens revealing the like origins of the <laughs> flash—that's not an Easter egg. Yeah. God. I think we've talked about it, but Batman versus Superman's garbage.
2: It's just not good. But anyways,
0: yeah. I digress. Um, that's really cool, Jake. That that guy's a very like amazing screenwriter. I wonder who's going to direct that movie, that Bride of Frankenstein movie.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they've gotten that
0: far into it. I mean, I think Tom Cruise in the Mum that could be really big right like that's just on Yeah, paper, so no I think it Yeah.
3: I think it could and you know like people people like to talk shit about Tom Cruise a lot but I really like that he he is Me. really into jumping into weird like sci-fi movies yeah. like he's yeah. really into that. Yeah. And he that's a, that's a good he wants thing a franchise. I think. So. Like, he
2: wants to recreate I guess what Mission
0: Impossible was yeah, for. He's him. doing a 6th Mission Impossible movie Yeah. Too. So he just The guy don't quit. Hey, you know what? I've Do never seen he... any of those. Really? They're pretty good. You know. Never seen any
3: of those, I've yeah. seen the they first. They just don't lore. I just They're
0: Okay. Oh, just,
3: they don't, don't seem think. like my thing.
0: Cool.
2: Spy stuff. is not my stuff.
0: Um, what else? What other what other bits of news? Abby, you mentioned Little the Wonder Woman trailers out?
2: Yeah, that's out. It's, you know, it it looks all right when I see the Amazonian women on horseback and like uh I guess so visually it looks stunning. I love seeing um, Wonder Woman, like with her with her sword of truth and all that stuff that I, I don't even know that much about, but I'm excited to see unfold on screen. I have high hopes. I'm excited to see what DC does with their first female-led um, superhero movie. But you know, I I just. I feel like every trailer these days has that little stinger joke at the end and some I feel like the one at the end of this trailer wasn't it didn't land quite as well and I'm just I'm a little nervous and you know I'm not that invested in the Wonder Woman franchise but I don't give a fuck yeah, about I Wonder don't, Woman. It's coming yeah, out. I, and I hope trailer, yeah, I'm excited for Captain Marvel more so. Yeah. I think it's going
0: to suck. I'm calling it here folks. We'll see what yeah. happens. Um I hope yeah. it's great. I, I, I hope agree it's amazing.
2: I know people who are really excited about it, so I'm hoping it's great.
0: But I did just read that Gal Gadot's having her second baby, so congratulations.
2: Girl Girl gone. Have...
0: go, you look good. She's gonna make a baby.
2: Yeah. She she <laughs> knows how to be a very talented baby. Be quite
0: talented. <laughs> it's gonna be super baby. Super baby. Sure. Um,
2: a little Invisible.
0: Cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, like I mentioned earlier, Jake, you were up here last week and we did some uh, movie watching.
1: Watched we did. a couple.
0: Um So that's not really movie news, but it's it's yes, half some news.
2: It's relative to us. What did we watch?
0: Uh so we had been on kind of a horror movie kick and there was all these movies on on the television.
2: Yeah, it was almost Halloween, so it was almost
0: Halloween. So I think the first thing we watched I don't know where Abby was. Abby was gone at this point, but Jake and I we watched like bits and pieces of multiple Friday the thirteenth movies. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh we did. We we spent some good time just watching yeah.
0: like
1: just jumping through them.
0: Jason I don't Jason know why. Yeah, Jake. Jason, we saw some Jason X, some Jason goes to hell, some Jason yeah, 6. A bit of five, we did a little bit of everything. Um those movies are kind of hard to tell apart when you are just like diving in. It's like which one's this? I don't some know. Some of them are, yeah. Right. Uh, except for Jason X because he's clearly in space. Gotcha. What I love about Jason X is that if you didn't know what you were watching and you were just flipping through, you would think it was one of those like late nineties late night nights. Yeah, movies. that's what
2: I thought it was. I was getting ready for yeah. work and I remember hearing some of that coming from the other room, and yeah. I was
0: like, "What is this? I it's, wish they I could they go watch it, <laughs> but I can't because I have to go to work." It was like uh, kind of like adult themes and yeah. uh, bad it's, acting. Yes, which and
2: and like bad writing.
0: Bad writing and so, it kind of didn't it doesn't really I look like a re- watch it. like a real movie like the whatever it kind of looks like it's with like a video camera. It's of, like a sci-fi movie. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like exactly. a sci-fi movie. Low budget. Um so we watched Ooh, some of space. that and then we what kind of got us on so we ended up watching a couple uh horror remakes but we started with watching some of the uh, Friday the 13th remake from
2: 2009. Mhm. Sadly we I did, missed out. We watched
0: a little bit of that. I'll
2: partake of those later. Yeah, and Maybe? that's
0: not well. So then Definitely in space. The main viewing was we watched the Nightmare on Elm Street remake from twenty ten. Yes. And then we watched the uh, Rob Zombie Halloween remake, which Abby had never seen. Hey,
2: there's a fun scene in there that I didn't know about. Well, in we're gonna talk about the director's cut.
0: And that uh, that was fun. Jake, you and I both had kind of established that we had not seen that movie since seeing it in theaters.
3: Right, I hadn't seen that or the second one since you to seeing dip. it in the theater. That was the first time. Right.
0: So what?
2: I it's a, it was a tough. It was it was a well, lot. Let's get night we'll cause get I feel like it. we're going
0: to talk about Halloween for a few minutes. But let's okay. get Nightmare out we'll of get the way. It. The Nightmare on Elm Street remake is garbage. Can we all agree on that?
3: It's yeah. complete. It's complete garbage. There's no reason to ever rewatch that movie.
0: Okay. Yeah, Freddy looks stupid. Freddy looks. That shit called it. Freddy. Freddy <laughs> yeah. Seven. Yeah. Nightmare on Seven. Freddy looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <Eight>. There's something <laughs> <stuff, like,
2: laughs> wrong with the special effects. Didn't he... they try to go and make the face look more like Burns, like real, ver- like an burn actual, victim? Burn victim. yeah, rather than like pizza, well, like the original
3: design? It didn't work. It I don't didn't know.
0: work. Yeah. I've never so, seen everything
3: it. about everything about it.
0: Like like this sounds kind of cross, but like uh. When you see somebody who has severe burns on their face, it's not really scary looking. It's like you're sympathetic to them because yeah. it's all it's all crazy looking. I
2: felt terrible for Freddie the whole movie.
0: Right? Oh, I, I just felt so bad for him.
1: <laughs> I
2: So bad for myself watching
0: let's it. Let's talk about this: the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Uh, it's it's pretty much all intents and purposes kind of a remake of the first Nightmare on Elm Street. They do add some like backstory. They reveal like so in the first movies, it's always just said that. Freddie was a child murderer. And in this movie, they go the extra mile to blatantly explain that he was a child molester. Oh, yeah. Which does make it, like, that's way worse and way scarier. It was, it was,
3: yeah, that was always kind of implied. It was just something they never right. strictly put in the film. But,
0: but the way they do it in this movie is just, it's just not trashy. It's, it's kind of trashy. Yeah, well, not... less
2: is more with that kind of stuff. Like, the stuff that your brain fills in, those blank spaces, are much more terrifying than actually, like, showing the gratuity of it all and, like, bringing you into his cellar with all the pictures and, like, showing just, like, mostly titillating, disturbing, like, the juxtaposition of those two things back and forth, like, over and over again. And it just kind of felt like they were doing it because they could because you're doing a remake so you've got to, like, up the ante or whatever. And, you know, it's of the time so, like, show as much graphic stuff as possible. But it just, like, it felt like... I don't know. It just, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. It was it's just like, not good. Yeah.
0: And also, um, and, and Jackie Earl Haley, the, the guy who plays Freddie, he played uh, Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. He's a pretty good actor, like, right?
2: So you would expect more.
0: But he's not Robert England. Yeah. And well, I think I think I think that guy's a good actor.
3: And I think if he was given, uh, uh you know, maybe I think if some better choices were made, he would have been okay. I think if the makeup was better. I think if you know the writing was better and i think if he would have made a different choice on his on the voice he used right. it would have been oh, better. oh he
2: did like the like, the I, dark knight i don't think it yeah it's a
3: little Christian Bale. It's all on him <laughs> <laughs> he was a little he was a little swingladish you know
2: yeah there's some of that
3: <laughs> he sounded like Sling yeah he's like yeah that yeah. leave that
2: for jason to get to <laughs> we know about that here at the yes I
0: have some podcast um, so yeah, it's not good, and it's it's like it's really bleak, and it kind of has that same like Instagramy color patina. palette, yeah, yeah. like uh, filter. Kind of like that Texas Chainsaw remake where it's just it's that Michael Bay whatever I can't think of what his uh, his uh, Platinum Dunes this, his studio. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Platinum just, Dunes. It's yeah. just it's just not very good. So I give it uh, one star, two thumbs down, two one Freddy claw down yes yeah so there you go <laughs> all Ford. the claws all the claws um and so but the good news is it's been out for six years and it sucked so that means, they're, they're, <laughs> that, they're, they're, that, means
2: that we should be talking they're about gonna
0: it be, yeah hey, that means that the yes have some podcast is extremely finger
2: on the pulse <laughs> claw
0: fingering
1: the pulse
2: just in and out.
0: People have been waiting for our review.
2: <laughs> I've gotten so many uh, Facebook messages. Uh, people are like, enough about of this. the Ghostbusters. Yeah, we're sick of we all talking Ghostbusters. Enough, Paul Feet. Uh, cool. Remakes.
0: But then we watched the Halloween remake.
2: Yeah, even better. Which... Felt like a puddle of mud video. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of it did. <laughs> A lot of it was just dark and sadistic, and I don't think I love Rob Zombie, but there was at least more of, like, a director's, like, vision to it than there was to the Nightmare remake, but it was was pretty dark and pretty disturbing in a lot of parts, which I guess that you can give it, like, Points for that because it should, I guess, a horror movie should disturb you and keep you up at night and terrify you. But the clenching that I felt within was something that I probably would not repeat or want to go back and watch that movie because of. So,
0: well, so we didn't know this, but what we were watching was the director's cut, which apparently is it definitely has some differences. Um, <laughs> it's got, got some a shit going big on in old R scene. Right? Yeah. Let's just
2: talk about that hard R. <laughs> there's
0: a there's hey. An R.
2: Hey. It's uh, it's not. It doesn't it's move like, the plot it's along. It's like, hey, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. It's I not Necessary. I mean, well, I guess it, it is weird. It's just like, hey, let's
3: take this movie character. that that's uh, let's take this movie that's beloved. You <laughs> know, uh, you know, it's one of the the most loved, Get cute, horror girl movies of all time. Let's put a giant rape right in the middle of it.
0: Right, right. Um, it's kind of like with the new Ghostbusters, but the whole movie was a giant rape. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Oh, oh really? I don't, I don't, that think is that. not. I just, guys, oh. here's the Super thing. Super consensual. I always go for the joke, even if I don't mean what I'm saying. Even if you have to back um, out. So, even if I have to immediately say, just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> the director's cut does have, uh, a pretty gratuitous R that it, do, it doesn't really serve a purpose. And, um, the movie's just, so, Halloween's my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, and so to watch a remake of that, right. you're, you're gonna have there's you're gonna be hesitant because it is a direct remake. It's not, you know, it they do a reimagine uh, reimagine it a little bit just because they give Michael Myers a backstory. Mm-hmm. So they explore his childhood if you've seen it, and it's uh yeah, it's pretty messed up. It's kind of a uncomfortable movie to watch. But then what happens is in the second half of the movie, it's. It's all, not shot for shot, but beat by beat remake of Halloween at that point. Right. For the
2: most part till the finale um, and the climax. I'll
3: I'll have to say I don't hate this movie. Okay. Like uh, I don't hate
0: it either. I there so, are parts that I, I was there um
2: for. right.
3: I mean, I would I usually go for like, you know, it's the let's let's not count the, the director's cut. So okay. like yeah. we'll take that rape scene out of there. Uh okay. It's it
2: bumps it up a few completely unneeded. Yeah.
3: But uh, I, I've talked before about how Halloween has never been my favorite of the movies. Uh, it's you know Michael Myers was my least favorite when we did the ranking. Uh, for years and years, I just like talked about how much I disliked Halloween. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I rewatched it recently. You know, I watched part two for the first time recently. Uh, I've started to kind of turn around on it. I I, I like it more than I used to. It's You've still more not of a, my favorite. More of an appreciation. But I'm starting to did. like it. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm starting to like it. So, uh, like that being said, this remake. I don't think it's that bad. Like it's different for sure. Uh, it's definitely. I'm not sure if the choice to have all that backstory is a good one or not. But there's some good performances in this movie. I yeah. think Michael Myers is probably scarier in this movie than he than he might be in a lot of the others. Uh, and uh, it's it's got some good stuff in it. The guy... God, I, I'm forgetting his name, which is terrible. Malcolm McDowell? Oh, he's yeah. awesome in this movie. Yeah,
0: he's a good and, artist. Uh, he channels that character pretty but, well.
3: But here's what's weird. He so shot him six times. I, I, he shot him six times. Uh-huh. And, you know... Uh, i i had told you craig after watching this that i wanted to go back and rewatch the second one yeah and i did that i did that oh. uh, like last week
0: oh i didn't know that okay okay
3: it's awful it's really bad it's very it's really bad and like uh malcolm mcdowell's loomis is the worst part of the sequel okay. like oh. it, it's like he's a completely different character it's in, like in that a it's like an
0: it's Ian Malcolm so weird. <laughs> lost world situation. Oh, it is like something It happens.
3: Absolutely, is it's so weird.
2: Uh, so he's got a daughter. Yeah, but I, I think
3: that I think the Halloween remake is okay. It's cool. it's okay. I, I wouldn't I don't prefer it to the original by any means, but I think it might be the better of those remakes.
0: Yeah, well, Rob. I Zollandy's, would agree with you on he, that. Yeah, he. You know, he, he he's a good director. He's a there's talented an artistic guy. direction to it. Um, but the it's actually kind of timely that we're talking about it because obviously john carpenter's executive producing whatever the new halloween is going to be next year and uh john carpenter came out recently and was like no it's a f- piece of shit and i hate it yeah
2: he wasn't he, too he nice did,
3: he did but then like two days later he came back out and he was like no i was talking to rob zombie and we're cool like John Carpenter is kind of a dickhead. Right. I don't know if you've ever like every every interview or article with him is always like he just doesn't give a shit. Right. And he just says whatever he wants. So he sometimes I think he comes off as an asshole and he's I don't know, maybe he's just speaking his mind or whatever, but I think he tends to come off like an asshole.
2: Right. Well when you're brilliant or talented, I'm sure there, you know, sometimes comes with the territory. Um so, yeah, I don't fault him that, and I don't think it's a terrible, terrible, total piece of shit movie. It definitely had moments, and, mm.
0: yeah. Cool.
2: Well, yeah, so, that, yeah. Was our,
0: that was our Halloween weekend. There, there it was. Um, I didn't give out any candy for Halloween. Uh, we got
2: I, a little bit of candy.
0: I ate some candy. Oh, yeah, we got booed. Yeah, we, uh, they booed it forward. They, they the Ghostbusters people. Jake, do you know about this?
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I saw it all over uh, the internet, um, Ooh, but the internet. Cool. I didn't get booed, so probably not the best uh, one to explain it.
1: Oh, right. Oh, man. Well, Abby.
3: They don't care. Hey, they don't care about me. They don't, they
2: don't care, care about, about that you. boo. They don't care they about They just you, don't James. care. Third one. I'm going to send you our <laughs> empty bucket, because I've eaten all the candy. Um,
0: <laughs> so this was I a mean, I don't know the, all the details. Walmart had some promotion with Ghostbusters where... You buy some a bucket of candy and then like you, f- you, boo it forward.
2: <laughs> well, does it come with the candy in it? The ones that, the one that we got in the mail had a bunch of candy in it, like Skittles and and a Ghostbusters various treats. Yeah, it had the new movie in it. Um, and it also had instructions telling us to fill the bucket up and put it on someone's doorstep and, you know, you know, boo it forward. That's not how when, Halloween when works. When you look up "boo it forward" in the dictionary, it's very very clear <laughs> how to.
0: Okay, Walmart and Ghostbusters marketing. You can't change the rules of Halloween. You can't just have a hundred <laughs> years, a hundred years of people going door to door collecting candy. Not
2: only are we going to reboot the new Ghostbusters or <laughs> Ghostbusters, we're going to just change Halloween.
0: We're going to change the rules of Halloween. Wait till Christmas when you you think you're going to get a stocking full of uh, little little treats, but then you realize there's a new way to do it. You
2: have to give all your presents away to your neighbors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you have to boo it forward. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks for that, uh, Sony marketing, whoever did that. Thank you.
2: We liked it. No, we really did. So
0: I'm such a dork. All the instructions, like the printed out advertisement for booing it forward, I uh, I just I saved them. I put it like in a plastic like seal. Like I'm well, si- got collecting it. You got
3: to yeah. I'm so who would um, It's
0: very rare. Cool. And then of course we wanted to give another shout out to our good friend John yorkaba who is continuing his uh, Inktober uh, artistic visions, visions, uh, and the Yes Have Some podcast? All three of us have continued to be uh, characters in his his comic strip that he's doing. Yeah, I really understand. Yeah, it's that. amazing.
2: It's amazing. It's like my favorite thing to wake up to when I see that he's tagged me in a photo on Instagram. I get really excited. So it's a really cool story that's unfolding, and it's really cool to see uh, characters that are based on our likenesses. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome, dude. And keep them coming and, you know, keep keep on keeping on. Keep, it's, booing look, keep booing it. Keep
0: booing it because it looks good. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, now that we've got all that off our chest. That's how I talk. Yeah. Uh. You guys have some stress? Yeah, I'm
2: stressed. You look a little stressed. Is this
3: some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with
1: your life?
0: stop. <laughs> now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Jay. Tiny little stress. I'm You've always stress. Yo. All right. Let's do this. A little got bit. the stress. Let's do it. All right. <sighs> Jacob Walsh. Yeah. What is stressing you out? Man, you
3: want to hear it? You want to hear it?
0: Yeah,
3: let's do it, dude. So, okay, so there's a little bit of stress. So, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit this one first because I think it's something that Craig maybe you're stressing about too.
0: Always, yeah.
3: So, uh, so uh, lately we've been we've both been doing this. Uh, we've been getting into uh, maybe collecting Mondo posters a little bit. Oh, no. and. All, already, like, you know, just collecting is an expensive hobby, no matter what it is. But, you know, collecting Mondo posters is a little ridiculous. And uh, we both got added to like a Mondo uh, group on Facebook, and people are constantly like, you know, buying and selling Mondo prints. And everybody knows that Mondo prints are like, they're hard to get, they sell out quickly. And I have spent all day. For the last week, just every day, on eBay, making offers on Mondo <laughs> prints, getting offers declined on Mondo prints, buying Mondo prints. Well, maybe I we should... I went through, like...
0: No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. I, I was going to... I assume uh, most of the people who listen to us probably know what Mondo is, but maybe uh, I can give, like, a 10-second background. Um, do it. Do Mondo... it. Take your
2: parents to podcast day? Yeah, take your parents Show to your podcast parents day. parents out
0: there. Um, for all you lame people who don't know what we're talking – no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you might not know. Mondo is a uh, – it's a really cool company based out of Austin, Texas. Um, they basically do limited release um, art prints, posters, merchandise, uh, pins, and things of that nature um, for movies and music. So, And they'll do like limited edition vinyl releases too. But their main thing they do is um, like alternative art posters. Yeah. So – Every week, they do like timed releases for uh, usually it's the movies that are coming out for that week, uh, big pop culture movies. uh, They did Doctor Strange stuff this week, uh, but they've released stuff for basically anything you could think of. But these has a
2: cult
1: following,
0: right? And they all have limited uh, print editions and they sell out very quickly. Yeah, and then you have to usually end up getting them on eBay because they're kind of hard to get. Um, because they're hard cultures.
3: to get And they usually A lot of things sell out In minutes right. Like It will sell out It will go on sale You'll add it to your car And it will be gone By the time you get to check out yeah. It happens a lot
0: There is a little bit Of a science to getting them and maybe at the end of the episode i'll reveal
2: it involves copy pasting no
0: well everything involves copy pasting um i've had good luck <laughs> everything I, i've had some good luck with getting mondo posters so maybe at the end of the episode is a little uh, public service announcement a little
2: easter egg i'll
0: uh i'll, I'll give you guys some a tips. little treat craig's booing it forward booing it forward mondo tips um <laughs> now that i've said all that jake i'm so sorry please continue no, you're good. Uh, that that's just it.
3: We we got added to uh, you know MondoCon. They have a convention every year. I think this was their third one, and it happened uh, I don't know a couple weeks ago, maybe a month at this point. Right. Um. And like from that, we just kind of delved into it. Like we you you own a good bit of MondoPo. You
2: got I'm a couple. looking at a few. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, we've, we've... I got a f- I got a few. Right. We've um. I mean, this—it's not like new. Like we've always—we've been into it. For, right. I think right. we've got like it's, maybe eight or nine. But you guys have the, the fever now. We got the fever. Yeah, like the we're
3: fever. in it now. Yeah, we got Deep added in. to that. There's like a face. There's like a couple Facebook groups for Mondo collecting, trading, and selling, and it's just like very high jumped stakes. it up, and now it's. It's messing me up, man, because I'm just like, well, I need this poster. I need this poster. I have absolutely no room to put up any more posters. And uh, I actually went through yesterday and I sent you guys a picture of this. I went through and I took pictures of like all the prints and posters that I have that are not framed. And it's like, it's something like 15 or 20. Right. Posters. We just, should, you know, that was a up in long tubes.
1: scroll. We should take
0: pictures of all of our prints and stuff and, and put them on the Facebook page. Yeah, you had some and, and really nice stuff. Yeah, we'll there um we'll do We should it. frame our prints. Are I there any, so you've been making offers. Do you have any, like, holy grail? So this is the big thing in the Mondo or in the print collecting because it's not just Mondo. There's all sorts of, like, small studios right. and, like, a lot of the artists just put out their own stuff. Um,
2: when it's limited edition or. Mondo kind of
0: is, like, almost like a client that license out with other artists and that kind of stuff so right but the big thing that everybody talks about is like they're just like in toy collecting is their holy grail like what like what are the the posters they've been after for a long time and and that do you have any that you've been eyeing that are just like must-haves
3: i mean there's a there's a couple that i want but i'll never buy probably because they're crazy expensive there there is a uh a there will be blood poster that it's amazing. Like just the detail in it is so amazing. But if you like, go look for it on eBay, it's just like six, 700 bucks. Right. And I'm just not into se- spending $700 on a poster. Uh, there are a couple, uh, there's this artist called, uh, H- called, his name is Jason Edmondson. And uh, I think like an English really... called, you can say uh-huh. called, it's, it, well, you can say a, called, he's called. Fact-check. Yeah. Uh, he does these prints called Eyes Without a Face, and uh, they're really cool. I actually just was able to pick one up uh, from MondoCon, um, and uh, he did uh, a set of Jaws prints that I'd really like to get those. Um, you know, there's a couple things here and there that I'll search for, but mainly I'm just like Mondo prints. Uh, Mondo prints Jaws, Mondo prints Godzilla, you know, and seeing what all comes up because there's multiple of, of everything. There's so right. There's been so many. They've been producing posters for for a bit, so there's all kinds of amazing mm -hmm. stuff.
0: There's a couple, like there's a couple uh, of Batman prints that came out over the last year or two that I'd really Mm -hmm. like. Not like the ones, the animated series ones are really nice, but there's a couple specifically from like Tim Burton Batman era that are that are very cool. Um, There's they did a a series of Back to the Future prints that I missed out on. where there's three different shot like three different prints, one from each movie. Uh, that's kind of a variant of, and the the one from Back to the Future three is really, really cool. Yeah. Where you see like it's Marty and Doc sitting on top of the DeLorean, kind of like as a horse and carriage. Right. Uh with the dude, it is so cool. Yeah. Let's see. I want I love the, that one. Laurent DeRue is the artist's name. Um and that one's not like they did 575 of that one, so it's it's available. I
1: just right. haven't bought it yet,
0: but I do like that poster a lot, and You're I'm a giant it. fan of Back to the Future Three. And it's all relevant because just before we started recording, somebody made a mashup trailer of Westworld and Back to the Future Three. Whoa! You watch oh it. boy, I'm watching, that. I'm watching
1: that. Get it? <laughs> I like that song. That's
2: my favorite part of that oh. movie.
0: Frisbee. I don't love that Far movie. But I
2: like that poster.
0: Back to the Future 3 is good. Should we talk about Back to the Future 3?
1: I
2: think I need to give it another shot, honestly. Because, like, I don't think I've seen it all the way through, especially recently. Right, it's been a while. I should give it another chance. I love it. One
0: more Uh, chance. Cool. And then, like, there's, yeah, like Jake said, there's some Jaws prints that are really cool. The funny thing is, so, Jake, I don't have any, like, limited-run Ghostbusters prints. And I'm very, because it's Ghostbusters, like, I'm always, like, maybe hypercritical of those ones. Like, I don't know what it is, but I I don't know if Mondo's ever done, like, I know there was the 30th anniversary, like, Gallery 88 show a couple years ago. There was some cool stuff in there. Which had some really cool stuff, but uh, I'd like to get a nice Ghostbusters print.
3: Right. That's what I Yeah, they're... I, I have uh, one from that Gallery eighty eight show, um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Mondo's ever done any. And, and the same way you just said you're overcritical about maybe the Ghostbuster prints, I feel like I'm the same way about the Jaws prints. Right. Because right. there have been there have been multiple Mondo Jaws prints, and I don't have any of them. And most of them I've just been like, I don't like this. Right. Like I just don't like it enough to because like. Because you, you love you it You have so a Jaws much. Mondo print. Yeah. You have a Jaws Mondo print that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um. And there are a couple that I'm like, oh, I like those, but I wouldn't pay how much they go for now. Like right. I'm not gonna pay that much. It's, it's some of them I don't think are that great. But uh yeah, the one you got is pretty good. I like
0: it. Yeah, I don't I'm so bad like I gotta this is what I'm gonna do. We're gonna take pictures of our prints and we're gonna post pictures of them and we'll we'll also um, post
2: pictures of the ones that we want. So yeah, yeah, you can all send them but to But
0: we'll link to all the artists because I wanna give the these <laughs> artists are like amazing and they deserve credit because yeah, like they are they yeah, they really um, are. You know, you wouldn't have a Van Gogh and just be like, "Hey, I don't know who did this, but I right. like it."
2: Well, you wouldn't have Mondo without them. Like that's <laughs> that the artists are their lifeblood. Like um, they're the ones that are creating all this, right. you know, so, excitement actually, and making uh, all spend money. And
3: I, I actually had a uh, offer on a Godzilla poster um, go through this morning, and the artist, I believe his name is Randy Ortiz. I think that's how you say his last name,
2: Randy. Orton. But
3: uh, <laughs> Yeah, Randy Orton He hears um, voices in his head He, But I, I did get the variant version Of his Godzilla poster uh, Today So okay, cool. that will cool, be man. coming to me soon
1: Very cool
2: Dude, is there anything better than getting a Mondo poster in the mail when you get that slick tube? Ah, oh, it's
1: gonna be. It's just so like good.
2: a good feeling when you get it it's out, gonna, gingerly be, handling it.
3: It's gonna be so awesome edges. when I have to just put it with the rest of the prints that aren't going up
1: anywhere on the
0: stack. Dude, you know what? <laughs> Dude, we've <laughs> got a
2: stack. We've I just thought of it. Stack.
0: You know what print I really want? The Home Alone stack. print that came out last year. Have you seen yeah. that?
3: I Dude. don't... Off the top of my head, I don't... It's, we'll I don't put,
0: it's amazing. I won't go on and on about it, but it's just... It's the house. It's the house, mm-hmm. and it's fucking gorgeous. If you like Home Alone. If you don't like Home Alone, you might be like, oh, it's just a house. But if you like...
3: But also <laughs> the...
0: Uh,
2: the Wet Bandit's the Van. The Wet
0: Bandit's Van. Is uh, sitting.
3: Front. In front of oh, the okay. Oh, and
2: you've got the guys like the silhouettes of the mannequins and the Michael Jordan cardboard cutout. And everything oh, the yeah, like so. In there's little house. Easter eggs, like there always is, which is why these artists that they found, you know, to do these posters are like so
0: fucking talented. So it's cool. very cool. We've been talking about Home Alone a lot and episode. Easter eggs. And Easter eggs. It's a whole thing. Uh, well, cool, Jake. Did you have any other stress beyond the uh, the old Mondo stress? uh thing? I I did. Uh, so.
3: I did go stress. see I did go see Dr. Strange today and okay. while, while my stress doesn't really have anything to do with Dr. Strange, there were some trailers in front of this movie okay and mm-hmm. uh, there were these three trailers back to back first being Star Wars Rogue One oh, which good. it just seems like it just seems like they're doing everything right right now like that trailer is good that movie looks so good
0: i'm glad you mentioned uh, that because my stress my upcoming stress is about rogue one so i'm glad you mentioned that
3: cool yeah we'll come back to it then uh we'll the second trailer was the second trailer was the guardians teaser
2: okay uh-huh
3: which we ta- we've already talked Nothing about extended, that it was right? great it, it was great to see that uh, on screen oh,
0: yeah. i'm surprised the they're trailer, putting that in theaters as a, a teaser trailer that's interesting.
3: Yeah, yeah, I was surprised to see that there too. Um, well,
0: it's like a minute 30. The so. third.
3: Yeah, yeah it, it just it's weird though cuz it just says like coming soon at the end, you know? Right, like okay. usually they don't put that in the theater. Right. So the third trailer is is what's got me stressed out. Okay, okay. And it was and it was the trailer for Logan?
0: Okay.
2: Okay.
3: Have you get have you guys seen that? Oh
2: yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this movie looks amazing to me it looks really good uh x-men is so x-men is what i grew up watching it's what i knew you know that's the i knew more about x-men than you know the avengers or batman i i grew up watching it re- reading it uh collecting the the trading cards x-men has always been my favorite um there have been eight x-men movies at this point none of them have been like amazing movies right. <laughs> some of them some of them are quite terrible some of them are passable some of them are good but right. what none do you of think's the best that's been... come out so far um you know uh x x2 was okay but i really liked days of future past that right. movie was pretty good and it seems like the more these movies go the more they they've been like getting closer to actually putting these characters in their Costumes, right. you know, like when the first X Men movies came out, they were wearing like black leather, yeah, and they were, yeah. and they're like making jokes about how stupid it would be if they were wearing like yellow spandex, right? Okay, and it looks stupid, jock mentality, and right. then yeah, and then when the the newer trilogy started happening, they actually started putting them in their original costumes and it looks awesome you know it's like right first there was a whole point of time where superhero movies they were like oh well, you can't put them in those costumes it looks stupid right and then they started Daredevil. making the avengers movies yeah and they were like no you definitely can it looks better that's what people want well that's what so. i was gonna say
0: in the pre uh marvel cinematic universe world x2 was considered one of the best comic book movies of all time mm-hmm. it was like right. that and like spider-man 2 as well right and then uh you know, then Iron Man came out and everyone like, oh, no, 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 that's a comic book movie.
3: Yeah. So I've always been a little disappointed with how the X-Men movies have ended up. And uh, so we knew that there was going to be a third Wolverine movie. We knew it was going to be, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman's last. And we knew that it was going to be Lightly based on the Old Man Logan storyline, right, right. So then this, tra- this, tra- yeah, this trailer hit, and holy crap! Like I've never, dude, it was weird. I watched it over and over. I, it had like, dude, I got emotional. You over cried,
2: still you cry, dude, I
3: cried a little bit. It like,
2: you so got this movie's
3: rated R. This movie's rated R, and it looks like it has a completely different tone. Like all of the X Men movies so far have just kind of been these big, you know. Let's see how many mutants we can fit in this movie. Let's see how many things we can blow up, all that, you know, how many powers we can do. And this mm-hmm. looks completely opposite. This looks like a real movie. It doesn't look just like an X-Men movie. It looks like an actual movie with, you know, there's em- there's like an emotional weight behind this movie. Or right. behind the trailer, anyway. There's Johnny we Cash. We were just talking about a trailer. There's, yeah, they, they put a Johnny Cash song in there. And there's just like... Craig, I, I think I talked to you about this. There are these scenes of so Professor Xavier is in this movie. At this point, it's it's in the future. Everybody's very old. Professor Xavier is clearly having some issues, uh, and there are these like scenes of of Wolverine like having to carry him, of him in a hospital bed, and uh, and they like weirdly made me emotional. And I don't, and I, and I don't know if it was because, like, uh, you know, I, I grew up watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh huh. So like, uh, Patrick, St- I've always watched Patrick Stewart, you know, as Captain Picard, and then it moved on to the X Men movies, and then I'm like, oh, I think he's probably gonna die in this movie. Right. Oh man! And it was just weird, like you know, like being a huge, and he has died in one of the other X Men movies, but it's like. It's different. It looked like it actually mattered in this. Right.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh I don't know, it's just like I, I get a weird emotional feeling from watching that trailer. Everything about it looks amazing. It well, looks like
0: it's a really well done trailer. It's really yeah. well done and it scares me that it's just gonna be the
3: trailer and the movie's just gonna suck. It right. it could be it could be awful. It could be just like the rest of the X-Men movies. But it looks like they're doing. It looks like they're doing it right, and uh, I'm super excited to see this movie. More well, what, excited than I've ever been for an X Men movie.
0: What would be amazing is that if it comes out and it almost is like that thing when the Dark Knight came out, and it was like
2: it felt real.
0: It felt real. It felt like a real movie. The and stakes you, were high. The stakes were high. You didn't have to be right. a Batman fan to go appreciate it.
2: It's a real human yeah. story, like isn't it about like the mental breakdown and like growing old and aging as a superhero and like how your powers deteriorate or how they grow, like get out of your control or whatever. Like I feel like that. Yeah, I mean it's all that. Story. You
3: know, it it's all that, and it deals with um, you know, in the in the comics, Wolverine ends up with a daughter at some point. I saw and, that little and girl. It's basically. Yeah, it's basically like it a clone. It looks a little like the professional. You know, so, or somebody cloned Wolverine. Yeah, somebody clones Wolverine, and you know he basically adopts her as a daughter, raises her, and then when he's not Wolverine anymore, she takes over. her Her powers are basically the same, and she okay. takes over as the Wolverine. And that's the girl in this trailer. Right. So, that
0: so sounds yeah, amazing. it's got
3: it's got a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. it sounds great. And it I just, sounds I like what's going to happen is at the
0: end of the movie. Logan's gonna die. She's gonna be the new Wolverine, and then time travel back to like the the other timeline and And be with the young people.
3: (laughs) Who knows? Like, I don't even know what they're doing at this point because they've they finished that last trilogy, right? Uh, You know, we we had Age of Apocalypse, which wasn't good. Well, Uh, but they they finished that, so at this point they can kind of start over. I think, and I think that's that might be what they're gonna do. I don't know.
0: Well, it looks great and I really – I think it would be so awesome if it was like – so the one thing that's cool about a superhero movie is when it transcends its own genre and it's kind of like – it kind of happened – like I said, it happened when Dark Knight came out. It happened when The Avengers came out where it was like, hey, you don't have to know shit about this but you can go watch it and really like it and really have a good time. Right. It would be cool if this was like looked at as more of like this isn't just some superhero movie. This is like an R-rated like gut-wrenching like story and – Right. Um. I think it'd be amazing. I'm looking. It just forward happens to, it. to have. Right. That's what Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy
2: did. Tapping right. Into like real human emotion and like friendship and love and family ties and all that kind of stuff and being a misfit and all all those
0: things. Like, like, what if it's so good and like wins an Oscar? That would be amazing.
3: <laughs> that would be that would be crazy, but that would be amazing. I mean, you got to think about how long Hugh Jackman has been playing the role of Wolverine. You know, a lot. He's been. He's been When did the first X-Men
0: movie come out? Like 99. He's in been 2000. Playing, Ooh, yes, I saw it I haters. was working
2: at Chick-fil-A when it came out and my manager went and I was like nerd.
0: <laughs> you like <laughs> mocked
2: Guys, him? I put my Abercrombie & Fitch t-shirt on and I was like nerd. <laughs> you I mean, like three ice cream.
0: <laughs> they better be wearing black leather, none of that yellow spandex bullshit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because I like the Matrix. I mean, he's been <laughs> That's what it was. He's I'm been, been playing that
0: character for so long. Yep. Very and
3: long it's just so weird because he's, it's gone through, even the, even though uh, the X-Men movies have gone through times of where they were looked at as being good movies, some of it's been looked at as being some of the worst, uh, the constant has always been Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He's always been pretty good. Even in the very first, that Wolverine Origins movie, yeah. that movie is complete and utter fucking garbage. Okay. It's awesome. That's I really all i like heard Hugh about Jackman's, it, right. But like Hugh Jackman is still awesome as Wolverine in it. So it's like, this is the final time. This is it. And uh, I just wonder what it's going to be like. I just hope it's good. It comes out March, I think the 3rd.
0: Yeah. Not uh, that's not, that's not too were, long down the road. There was some stress. There was some uh, movie stress because there hadn't been like a trailer for it. There wasn't a poster for it. People didn't know what it was officially going to be called and it was about six months away from being released, and then all that stuff was just released in, like, right. one day. Yeah. I um, well, yeah, cool.
3: Yeah, I think the, I think the doing, trailer yeah. came out, like, what, the day after the poster or something like that.
0: Now, we knew we were going to get some R-rated superhero movies after uh, Deadpool, but if right. this one's successful, prepare for just a bunch of R-rated superhero movies. Yeah,
3: and I did read that um, they, they were planning on making this movie rated R before you know, the success of Deadpool, but right. that definitely helped them in, you know, being able to get it made. Right. But I mean, a Wolverine movie, it's like, it's got to be rated R, man, because like Wolverine is never, and all these X-Men movies, Wolverine is never really allowed to be Wolverine because the movies can't, aren't rated R. Oh
0: no. The, well, could you imagine if, the, all right, Abby, you loved Deadpool, right? Right. Could you imagine if that was like a PG-13
2: uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it I don't sucked. want
0: that. Nobody wants that shit. <laughs> um... I
2: want all the thrusting and swearing and shooting and bleeding and awesome shit. Yeah, like, I don't want any of that censored. Because when
0: you tame it down, it, like... It, it just, cuts away
2: from the real-life aspect yeah, it of it. Yeah, it. If you it. gloss it up, yeah, and then have to take whole parts out of it, then... Yeah, don't fuck with the story. And we Keep can talk about real.
0: Deadpool another day, but that... I feel like that second movie, like, uh, the director just left. Yeah. And the composer just left. But I
2: trust Ryan Reynolds, because that was... Why he left, uh, the because of differences on, like, Kyle Chandler's role in the movie oh, yeah. as uh, oh, Gage as or Cable. Or Cable. There and they're is.
0: actually, um, there's a rumor, or there's like, oh, Jake, you get mad when I talk about yeah. petitions. <laughs> uh, but apparently there's a petition <laughs> to get Arnold Schwarzenegger to play Cable. Mm.
3: No, that'd be awful. <laughs> that'd be awful.
2: I
1: just want I mean done like, DVD.
3: He would have been a good Cable, like... You know, in the 80s, early 90s, but he, he, it just wouldn't,
0: it wouldn't it fit would it these would be, days. It would be like, no. yeah, you don't want those. CGI Arnold? Yeah, they should get CGI Arnold. He's oh better. my god. He's in high demand. Jake, we didn't even talk about this.
3: How you
2: guys
0: <laughs> Yeah, because your your little, I tried to erase it from my memory. Tidy viewing? We watched Terminator <laughs> Genesis as well. You opened the lid we, and peeked back in to see what we was, watched, was going on. We watched like three, yeah, you we watched like three down fourths naked. of it. It's I got inside we just the machine. Not... That movie is so bad. <sighs> that it's, movie is it's so... a fucking
3: train wreck. Like, yeah. well, we
0: all saw it in theaters. And we all knew it was bad, but it's on Hulu, so I was like, maybe it's not as bad. And of course, it's much worse than you even remember. Jai it's, Courtney doesn't hold yeah, up. Yeah, it was way worse. Jai Courtney, unlike fine wines, does not age well. That made no sense no. because he's good in Suicide Squad.
2: I think I had a crush on him is in he? Suicide Squad because I thought he was one of the better parts, but that whole thing was garbage, so.
0: Everything about Genesis
2: is the best hey, part of that movie when that,
3: guy, when that guy is the best part of your movie,
0: your movie sucks. Yeah, it's not a good
1: movie. That was my What's Stressing
2: for that week, I remember. Oh,
0: yeah, you're like, my What's Stressing was, uh.
2: That I, Jack Courtney made me laugh. And I enjoyed his uh, performance in this movie, and I am troubled by it
0: because the last thing we saw him was supposed was to like Terminator Genesis, and that movie's just so bad. Yeah, it's, it's really a bad. lot of
2: convoluted storytelling. I don't know where that Terminator timelines.
0: franchise is going. Um, oh, I it down be
3: the good toilet. Too, Back Terminator. to Universal Studios,
0: right? Yeah, they should do a Logan esque Terminator movie. Okay. I don't know how. With an aging John Connor, the story
2: that was within that Terminator Genesis movie at the very end, with young Sarah Connor and Terminator, like on the at the farm or whatever, like that storyline felt like there could have been something there. Like there was a little bit of meat.
0: Movies should go to farms. Farms are where it's at. Yes, yeah,
2: spend a little time at the farm. <laughs> Take a break. You know, like Hamilton. Take a break. Jake doesn't know about that. That's it's okay. Fun. And then you know, just relax for a little while. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: First Ninja Turtles, they go to a farm. That's a good farm. Yeah. yeah. Avengers, they needed that time Age on. of Ultron. They go to a farm.
2: Yeah. Hawkeye. Secret family? Is that what's
0: happening? on Hawkeye secret family farm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, well, Jakey. Jakey. <laughs> <laughs> Jakey. Do you guys oh, have any questions I'm for sorry. me? Well, I'm sorry.
1: Well,
2: the world's ending. Okay. So, yeah, what's stressing you out?
0: Well, I got some stress, folks. Editing. <clears throat> And I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this podcast. That's stressing me out. Um, so.
2: We're being so bad.
0: There is a new. I don't know if you guys heard. There is a new <laughs> Star War movie coming out. Star Wars? Did you, yeah.
2: This, did you just think of this?
0: No, I told. I mentioned this earlier. Oh, you're okay. I told Jake. Uh, this is not. Okay. So, for a. In, let's see, 2005, after we all saw Revenge of the Sith, or when me and Jake saw Revenge of the Sith, and Abby probably <laughs> didn't see it.
2: I didn't see it in theaters. No. We saw it
0: recently. We saw it recently. Uh, we were pretty sure we were never going to get another Star Wars movie, right? Yeah. Right. Come 2012, uh, Lucasfilm, purchased by uh, Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, running of the show. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We're getting new Star Wars movies. So from 2012 to 2015, there was this buildup of Star Wars Episode VII where it was like we're going to get a movie that we never thought we were going to see. A, a seventh Star Wars that takes place after the original trilogy. Oh, and also – There's a girl in it. There's a girl in it. Uh, no, also Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, right. Mark Hamill, they're all going to be back. So there was just this level – there's this thing that happens in pop culture when you don't think something's ever supposed to happen. when it finally happens, there's a ton of buildup and there's a ton of expectation. We and saw it, backlash. Yeah, we saw it this year with Ghostbusters where we even though we all desperately wanted a third Ghostbusters, we didn't know if we were ever going to get it, we didn't know how it was going to happen. So to see it actually come to fruition, it's just kind of surreal and kind of weird. So we had this giant buildup to force awakens and like it was perfectly executed, right? The casting, that first uh, table read photo they put out, that first teaser trailer, the little bits and pieces, and the the first full trailer. And then it finally came out. We all went and saw Force Awakens. And, and then was, we saw
2: it again and again and again. And it was like
0: this magical right. thing. And it was like, wow, how great is this? All this buildup, this movie we never thought we were going to get, not only do we have a seventh Star Wars not only is it amazing. Not only do we bring back these original cast members, like Star Wars is back, and it was like this like cathartic thing where you went to the theater and you just fucking loved it. Yep.
2: You went to Coles yep. and you bought the t shirts. Yeah, you got with shirts. Kohl's and then
0: like we went to Disney World and we're buying got more
2: all... Star Wars it's stuff just, and did the Star like, Tours.
0: The end of 2015 going into 2016 was like all Star Wars,
2: all black series,
0: all, all black series. So much Star Wars. You guys agree with me?
2: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Chasing the fin down. Captain Phasma.
0: It was all so good and so the the thing that was always at the tail end of this was not only are we getting Star Wars new movies, episodes 7, 8, 9, we're going to be getting a new Star Wars movie every year. For like for the foreseeable future in the the alternate years it was going to be a spin-off movie or a an offshoot, something not directly related to the main timeline. Abby's laughing at me cuz I'm wearing short shorts right now. <laughs> and i just realized
2: it yeah, okay um, that's hey okay. it's all good okay. so okay
0: let's do a little visual for the family <laughs> um, so all,
2: we're yeah, very yeah. comfortable now all that family. i've hey
0: now that i've explained you're wearing
2: my shorts
0: now that i've explained to everybody uh what star wars is now that we've all caught up and we know about episode yes. seven here's my stress rogue one's coming out and jake mentioned it earlier it looks perfect right yeah it looks amazing yeah it does right.
2: It's stressful because it looks so
0: good. It looks amazing, but what's stressing me out are two things. One, we've been burned a couple times this year between Suicide Squad and a couple others with trailers. Where it just didn't. Batman
2: v Superman had yeah, a good trailer at we're, one point.
0: Where things, yeah, Batman v Superman did Not have a that good trailer, one book, trailer. Where things didn't quite pan out. It didn't live up to the expectation. And with Star Wars, there's always going to be a ton of expectation. The thing that's stressing me out is, though, I'm very excited for it. My Star Wars like mania from last year. I'm not at that level. I'm not even close. And the fact is, we're a month away from a new Star Wars movie, and I'm not. I might need some help, guys. I don't think I'm feeling it like I'm supposed to be feeling.
2: You've lost that love and feeling. Can I haven't Tom lost Cruise? the
0: love. I love Star Wars. I lo- I'm like, very excited for the movie, but maybe I have like a little bit of skepticism going. Let's hold our breath and wait and see because this isn't J.J. <coughs> Abrams, and I think Gareth Edwards is a great director, and I love Godzilla. But this isn't J.J. Abrams, and this is the Disney machine, though, which gives me hope because, like all the, you know, for the even the worst Marvel movie, is still pretty damn. It's good. like
2: pizza. It's like even bad pizza. It's still pizza. Uh,
0: pizza Hut's pretty bad.
2: Pizza Hut can be pretty bad. Savaro. <laughs> it is bad. Say, Sabaro.
0: I literally yeah. like Savaro more than pizza. Um, so, Jake, what? Abby, Jake, do you do you get what I'm saying? Wait. Am I making a point here? Am I just rambling? Am, am I? No, I.
3: I get it, and I definitely, like, it, it's a little stressful when you think about how many Star Wars movies they're planning on making, and you're just like, there can't be, they can't all be amazing, right. and you get scared that, like, it, and it's, I mean, it's like that for any movie you like, but it's, like, especially so for, for Star Wars. It's like, you don't want, you, we've already had the prequels, right. and nobody wants to go back to that, you know? Like, episode seven was so good. That it's just like t- you almost want it to be like okay cool don't ever make another Star Wars movie but right. it's just you know because like you, we fixed it like we, George Costanza you yourself let's get away yeah you gotta I'm out. walk out walk out on that on that yeah. note uh, and on a high note yeah it's definitely scary uh, I think it I think the movie looks great but I, I get what you're saying like this time what two years ago. Everybody was freaking out about Star Wars, and at this point, we're just like, "Oh yeah, there there is a Star Wars movie coming."
0: There is. My parents
2: were aware of it, right? They didn't see it, but yeah, it was like it permeated like everything.
0: With Force Awakens, it felt because you had like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. It definitely felt more like a cultural like holy shit moment. Like this is going to be one of the biggest things of all time. And maybe it's better than maybe right, and it was, but maybe it's better that it's not going to be like that every time. Because, yeah, I mean,
3: it doesn't. you don't want to get burned out on it. I mean, we're, we're going to get that again next December, right? Isn't Episode 8 coming out next December? Yeah,
0: Episode 8 will right. be out. Um, and that's what I'm also wondering. The first teaser trailer for Episode 7 was about a year out. Is there a Are chance we, yeah. we get a teaser trailer for Episode 8 with Rogue One?
2: I think there's a chance. It,
3: oh, shit.
2: You
0: say I didn't chance? Even
3: think about that, and you just made you just got me so stressed out. Yeah.
0: I didn't know what you were gonna say there. <laughs> <laughs> you just know. I just I didn't even
3: I didn't even think about that. You know, right. I didn't even think about that. And like Because uh, the movie's yeah, filmed I like, think So this.
0: remember yeah. episode eight was supposed to come out in May of twenty seventeen and they pushed it back to have more time, but the mm-hmm. movie is done, like they filmed it. Mm-hmm. Um Right. So the other thing that stresses me out a little bit about Rogue One is we do know that there was some level of I mean, I'm sure this happens with every movie, but there's a magnifying glass on something like Star talk Wars. talk about the R-word? Reshoots? <laughs> I didn't know what R-word you the were talking R-word. about. The other R-word. The R-word from Halloween. Uh, there was some level of that in, the, oh, in Rogue God. One. Not Rob um,
2: Zombie's R-word. That That's a movie
3: I don't want to see. Rob Zombie's Rogue One. Oh,
2: whoa. Watch out, <laughs>
3: careful.
1: everybody. Hey, careful. Give, yeah. give him
3: episode
0: nine is all <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, No, your boy's got episode 9, Jimmy. Your boy? Wait, who? Who's got episode 9? Colin Trevorrow. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's dinosaurs. Hey.
2: It... Dinosaurs in high heels. Hey. <laughs>
0: Did you guys see the episode 9 trailer? Yeah. It's just uh, it's just a T Rex <laughs> in high heels. He's really <laughs> fucking the franchise over. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um,
2: <laughs> what do they think they're doing?
0: I, uh,. I'm, well, we'll, t- we'll be talking about episode eight plenty next year. But Ryan, I mean, I I think that movie is going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Rogue One. I know as we get closer, I'm probably going to get more of those. Uh, I guess it's just been such an intense year for us as far as like all of the Ghostbusters stuff and all of the build up and the traveling and the trips and the – we put so much energy into it. There's almost that part of me that's like – and I probably talked about this on the podcast before – I just want to go in and enjoy it and not get too caught up. Because there's going to, like, there'll be backlash. Like, there's, people are going to find things they don't like about it, just like with everything else. And I just want to enjoy it. Right. I want to enjoy the first standalone Star Wars movie. And I hope this I sets the, is. uh, sets the mold for the upcoming ones. Because we've got the the Han Solo, um, the young Han, I hate calling it young Han Solo. They got to come up with a title for this thing. Yeah. Uh.
2: Young Han Solo. I think the
0: movie gonna not be great. Ex- the
2: casting. It's gonna mean? be
0: what? I think it's gonna be great because you know why I think the I, young. I'm not excited for it. I know you're not. Tell me why. Yes. Here's why I think the Han Solo movie is gonna be great. Tell us. Because I think the prevailing opinion among hardcore Star Wars fans is, ugh, I'm not that excited for this. And anytime you have a movie like that, within the guys from the Lego Movie are doing it, it could be amazing. It could be like, you think. It could be. I'm you not think saying there's going
3: to be like some lowered some lowered expectations. Just might lead to people being surprised. Yes. At
0: just yeah. how good it
2: again. Be. Yeah, to reference I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Right. I mean, that's what happened with those. Uh, the 21 Jump Street movie. Right. Like, when it was the first announced, everyone was like, well, who would fucking see that? And then it was like, oh, this movie's amazing. Yeah, and then, even with the Deadpool yeah. trailer, it's where like, it's like,
2: you can't do that. Oh, then, yeah, you can. And it can be really funny.
0: And then the Lego movie. Right. Like, everyone was like, well, who would watch a Lego movie? And then these guys, like, knock it out of the park. Don't forget, they were rumored to do Ghostbusters 3 at one point. It didn't pan out, but I hope the best for Han Solo. Hey. All right. <laughs> Here's hoping. And then, it's uh, happening. So Luca, yeah. Lucas Glover was just—that's his name, right? Hold on, Lucas Glover. No, yeah, that's Donald it. Glover. Donald Glover. Guys, Lucas Glover <laughs> is Lucas Glover. Lucas Glover is a golfer. Okay, just oh. you guys know. Lame um, admission. I host a pop culture podcast. I, I get it all mixed up. Donald Glover uh, from Community and uh, right Atlanta, Atlanta, which is a good show. I started watching that. Um, he's going to be Lando. So there you go. It's happening. Yeah. Sure.
3: Yeah, it's happening. So,
0: that's my I'm stress. To it. I guess my stress is that Star Wars is still a thing, and it's stressing me out.
3: It's <laughs> it's just stressing you out because it's like it's one of those things that it's it's it, it's been so good. the it, The newest movie is so good, right? And it just like terrifies to even think about the possibility that we could get another bad Star. It's like we can't handle another bad Star Wars movie. I can't go like, through it just can't go through another one right uh, i'm i'm really excited about rogue one and i really like that it's all new uh characters i that i think that's the way to go it's like i can only watch so many stories about the same three or four characters
0: right. no i, I right. agree and i hope what they do is do more auxiliary movies that take place outside of the timeline but based on big events um, right that's right. why i don't
2: when people are Fill like the oh. gaps of history or whatever
0: exactly and people talk about they want a boba fett movie i'm like i don't care about a boba fett movie like who gives a shit and like yeah. people are like oh I don't they either. gotta get you and mcgregor to do an obi-wan movie i'm like why we already know obi-wan's yeah. story like there's not much else to tell and he was in yeah, yeah i'm I just...
2: good on boba fett i'm honestly pretty good on that. i'm just
0: yeah i'm just not into
3: seeing any like standalone movies of these characters like before the Star Wars movies. Like I just don't care what Han Solo was doing when he was like, I don't need his all that backstory. It's just way less interesting to me. Unless Rob Zombie I, I no...
2: And then his mom like the was a hot doing it. stripper. <laughs> like an unreasonably good looking stripper mom. <sighs> That'll be fun.
1: I'll I watch. understand
2: why you're stressed though, I do.
3: Yeah, I just, I mean, I have no doubt that the Han Solo movie is going to be good. I, I, I don't think it's going to be bad because it's about young Han Solo. It's just like, I'd rather see new characters or, you know, I'd rather see the story. I don't want to see any more like prequel shit. I don't need like,
1: right.
3: I don't need to see Han Solo as a kid. Like, I don't need to see the story of how he wins the Millennium Falcon. I don't
0: care. Right. Right. There you go. Jake. You've said it all. You've said it. You've laid down the hey. line. You've adopted my stress.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah well, cool. We're gonna be we're
0: ahead, gonna be talking about Rogue we're One a lot. Stressing together. Well, well we're we should do stressed. something special for the Rogue One release, like maybe like uh, go to Coles, get some T shirts.
3: <laughs> get some T shirts.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We should get some shirts, man.
2: Family photos.
0: Uh, Jin Erso. She could be like the new like favorite character of all Star Wars. Yeah. Just like last year. Like, Ray is going to be so 2015.
2: Oh, Rey is so important, though.
0: She really is. She was very important. She's like um, the Luke Skywalker of Star Wars. She is. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thank she you, is. Craig. Uh,
2: thank you, Craig.
0: <laughs> for your stress. Thank you for your stress. <laughs> um, all right. All right, we're back after a slight technical difficulty. Um, I stepped on a rock pile. <laughs> Aggie Again, every every Again, other episode. Witch. Come
3: on. It's God. happening.
0: The S have some podcast. Well, it, the uh the crossrip had some technical difficulties this week. It's just part of being a podcaster. Yeah, this yeah. is so. a new technology. Yeah. Spare no expense. No expense. <laughs> uh hello John. Okay. So, we Ooh. were in the middle of stressing out. I was I think I was in the middle of stressing out about Star Wars. Uh Star Wars is coming out. I'm stressed out. Let's let's just leave it at that. Uh, I was also kind of embarrassed because I definitely realized I've <laughs> talked about all of that before.
2: My stress was that you were just creating your what's stressing on the spot, and you hadn't thought about it.
0: <laughs>
2: so, ah, uh, that's my stress. That ain't real stress. It's real. it's real. It's real. It's real.
0: Okay. It's real. Well, we didn't want to leave anybody. Uh, we Pant take, up. We take stress. stress really seriously around here. And we didn't want to leave anybody hanging. So I believe Abigail, you were uh, seriously stressed. You were seriously stressed, and you wanted to get some things off your chest.
2: Yeah, I'm seriously stressed. Um, I'm stressed because I just started getting into Stephen King, and it like it feels like getting into Disney or like the Beatles. Like it's such a vast thing that so many other people love and hold super close to their hearts. That like I feel like a little. embarrassed. Im- Embarrassed and a little ashamed that I'm only just now like reading full Stephen King novels. I just listened to uh, Carrie on uh, audiobook, on tape. Um, I listened to it on YouTube. On tape. As read by Sissy Spacek. Um, and it was so, so, so good. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it at first because... I don't like Sissy basic because I just finished watching uh, two seasons of Bloodline and she's super unlikable in that show. Um, so when I first heard her voice uh, reading the story, I was like, uh no but then I was like oh yes this is an amazing story I wish I had read it when I was a preteen because it would have been my teenage years like so much better um because it's just a really awesome awesome story um it hit close to home like on so many levels and the way that Stephen King writes is absolutely brilliant and grabs you and shakes you to your core and freaks your shit out and I started reading um his book Everything's Eventual it's like a collection of short stories um i rented that from the library like i don't know probably like seven years ago a totally different time in my life and i read like one story from it and then i never read the rest um so that was actually the first book that i went and picked up a couple weeks ago um that started this whole thing and i mean it all started actually jake when you started talking about it and like how that's Mm -hmm. coming out And when you told the, you were talking about the premise of that, I was like, "Dang, you know, that sounds super interesting." We're doing all these. Um, horror theme things, and we've been watching scary movies. Um, and I'm, it, you know, watching slasher movies kind of opened up this thing inside of me, and um, I kind of wanted to explore that further. So well, I went on a trip to Book Nook, which is like an awesome local bookstore, and I picked up Everything's Eventual. And um, I read this short story called 1408, which is like most people would agree online that it's like his most terrifying and frightening story. And he actually started writing it as just a writing exercise as part of on writing his book, which is about like writing technique um and he loved the story so much that he just continued it um and finished it and it's about like this really fucked up hotel room and it kept me up at night in like amazing ways and just lit my imagination on fire in a way that like I haven't felt since like reading Ray Bradbury or like flannery o'connor or like books that like i haven't read in years because i i kind of stopped reading like full books like fiction for a long time um and uh mostly have been you know reading comic books and that's enjoyable but like i hadn't sat down with like a good thick book or a good thick audiobook if you will
1: i didn't know where I you were going with that
2: good things are thick and it's good um I wish. Stephen king's amazing is what i'm trying to say but I'm stressed because there's, like, so many Stephen King books out there, and I just know I'm about to start spending, like, a lot of money, and I need to buy, like, a bookshelf, and it's just a whole other thing to collect, but it's, like, an exciting world to be a part of, and I'm I'm just really glad that I started reading Stephen King books again, and I've just been extremely inspired, and I just find him to be, like, such an awesome individual. He doesn't bullshit and he his his book on writing which Craig you picked up for me for my birthday as a little early yeah. birthday present I didn't mean to open it but like you know I wanted to see what was inside the package mm-hmm. and then this, yeah I kind of had to like go I didn't want I
3: whatever. didn't mean to open it but I really wanted to see what was inside I, this wrapped present
2: so I just opened it uh <laughs> and it was good and i am just I'm almost done with it and I really I'm I'm just excited it's a cool world to be a part of and You know, why not join in, like, sometimes big franchises or things like that where there's so much, like, The Simpsons or, like, Disney or The Beatles, like I said, like, it's intimidating to get into, but once you, like, get a little piece of it and you kind of understand and feel like you're a part of the fabric of, like, what everybody else is into in a small way, but it's, it's still, like... I don't know. Like it makes sense. Like I feel like I was missing out on something, not being a part of it. But now that I'm there, like I'm really happy to be a part of it and to join the party. And I want to read yeah. more. And it's exciting. We've been so,
0: uh, we've been talking a lot about Stephen King lately. I think Jake, you kind of got the ball rolling about two months ago. And you've yeah, been a fan it, for a long time. It, I'm
3: actually super excited about that. Wait, did you say hold on?
0: No, no, you. Oh, I thought you going.
3: said hold on. Sorry.
2: No. Fuck the Blair Witch. Uh,
3: she no, will not dude, stop I'm, I'm, us.
2: I'm, She's going to stop us right now.
3: <laughs> not this not this time. No, it's Abby, nice I'm Abby. super excited about your stress because I've had that same stress. And, like, uh, I feel the same way because um, I have read It. And, I mean, that's a giant – that's the biggest book I've ever read. It's, like, it's over a 1,000 pages. It's huge. Right. It took forever. Uh, but that was the only – at the time, that was the only – that was my first Stephen King book was It. And mm-hmm. – um I've read a, a, a few things since I'm f- I'm I'm finishing up one now. I bought The Shining today. But cool. like I feel the same way. It's like there's so much Stephen King like where do you start? Yeah. But uh but yeah, I'm I'm excited that you're you're jumping into it.
1: It's cool. Right.
2: I regret every garage sale and like uh, thrift store that I've gone through and like seen Stephen King novels and million on and whatever, whatever. That's not for me. And now I'm like, yeah, it was for me. I should have been reading them cuz they're awesome. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. to read it next, so, you know, my birthday is coming up, so for you out there who want to send me something, you know... You have
0: been just requesting people to send I know me... y'all have Every seen Every episode, buy I've me stuff. Buy me stuff. Buy
2: me. Gimme, gimme. I need, I need. Uh,
0: well, yeah, yeah. I, I like Stephen King a lot. I, I'd be lying if I said I read all his books or anything like that, but um, I think when I was a kid, I read Pet Cemetery and definitely... Uh, Read the first uh, Dark Tower book, Gunslinger, and I really enjoy that. I do. I need to go back and, and keep reading this, especially with the movie coming out yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, Stephen King. He's just one of those guys. He's kind of like. I wish he was my dad. He's amazing. He's, have you seen <laughs> his house in Maine? Uh yeah. not. Oh, like, yeah.
2: Looking at it right now, it's amazing.
0: God, that's so cool looking. Um, he's one of those authors. Like he's. The more you
2: find out about him, like the more you like him. Like he plays be... rhythm guitar in a
0: band. So you know how it's like weird when we think about like, oh, like Tolkien was alive at one point. Like he's kind of takes on like a mythical, yeah,
1: right, of... right. He's a
0: living now, legend. Right? That'll be how Stephen King is like. 50 Stephen King is now. going
3: to be like that. Yeah,
0: right.
2: Yeah, right. We're crazy look to think it. about that. Well, that's why we have to meet him. <laughs>
0: that's
3: why we're gonna meet we're him just... this year. Yeah.
2: I just want to sit in his lap. He's got a big lap. <laughs> he's really tall. <laughs> So I'm
3: sure was, that's going to happen. Yeah, he's going
2: to be okay with that. What
0: size is his? He's lap. Such an angry How do you measure man? a lap? What I, is a lap? Those
2: are some big jeans. I like yeah. what he wears. I like that he wears t-shirts <laughs> and jeans when he goes to speak to people. He doesn't care.
0: He's it's, yeah. I mean, it's it. He's I really, think he's
2: cute. I love him. I'm just I have a big old Stephen King crush, and it's very cool. And I'm really happy. Well,
0: cool. I mean, so what? So you read Carrie? You're into it. Yeah. Now when you I talk listen a, to it, when you talk about. Collecting are you talking I need about, to like, get some
2: first editions,
0: y'all. Oh you're gonna get a first edition. I want to like, get
2: that cute girl from Pawn Stars to come and look at all my first editions and talk about the spine. No,
0: you're gonna I yeah, I could probably find a first edition of like Cell the Cell or uh, uh Under the yeah. Bill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it came out like recent. two years ago, but uh No, yeah, I mean if you look some I'm of not the,
2: turning anything down.
0: Some of those uh, early editions of, like, Carrie and The Shyam, I mean, that stuff goes for a lot of money. hmm Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes
1: because sense. Because
0: what what happens is when he was a young author, and this this is what happens with most authors who go on to be really successful, like, they don't do large print runs that when, when they first come out. Um, so, I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot about right. the world of book collecting, but I am totally in on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those, uh, well, all three of us, we have too many hobbies, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, Ready if to it's collectible,
2: support. if there's variants, if there's rare copies of something, or we we need it.
1: We Dude, there's
3: a to. Abby. There's a uh, a couple years back, they came out with like a special edition of it, and it's mm-hmm. like it's illustrated, and it has like a slip cover and an illustrated cover, and it's just like super cool. But it was it was so expensive. You know, it was like a couple yeah. hundred bucks. And then, like on top, if you you can you can still find them on eBay here and there, but at this point, they're just so expensive, you know. It's Absolutely. just like it's hard to to be like, yeah, let me spend six hundred dollars on a special edition yeah. of a book
1: that I, I already
3: have, in... and the only difference is there's some pictures,
2: right? <laughs> I need to find one of those uh, Stephen King Facebook trading groups, like you found with your Mondo posters. Oh if that exists. yeah,
3: I'm sure there's probably one out there. Yeah, right.
2: But like, do you? What do you have to have in order to get in? Like, you know, to, <laughs> yeah. to join the club? You there's have a, quid,
3: have have a, there's a quiz. There's
0: a and quiz. There's a quiz. You got I got uh, YouTube on my phone. I listen to Carrie on tape. When he uh, <laughs> when he does like <laughs> signings and panels and stuff, like. Do you think he gets just the most ridiculous questions just like everybody else who does? Yes, stuff? his
2: least favorite question is where do you get your ideas from?
1: Ugh.
3: I'm sure he he's, does, he's... but, like, I, I, it's almost hard for me to even think that he does panels and sign. Like, does he we... actually do signings? Does he yeah, do that? Watched,
2: so... He doesn't sign photographs of himself because he thinks it's, like, pretentious. But if you – on YouTube, there's, like, a collection of, like, his ten best uh, quotes or, like, advice for writers. And I think he's given speeches and talks at, like, you know, colleges and universities and stuff like that. Um, Commencements and stuff because, like, he's had, like, a robe on in one of them you see clips of.
0: Yeah, he probably gets, like, honorary degrees. But it's, like,
2: he gives you all of his shit in on-writing. Like, all of his advice on writing technique is in there. Um, And he is kind of a curmudgeon and he likes to – I think he's like an angry guy, and that's like makes me like him more. I've always, like, I love Anthony Bourdain. I loved reading his books and watching No Reservations. And, like, Stephen King falls into that universe of, like, old cranky men that, like, I want to surround myself with. Like, I cool want to sit dad on laps. types. I want to sit on their laps. Well, so. Sock.
0: It's like totally normal. I'm 30. And if I'm putting you on the spot, I'm sorry, but what, I mean, you, you're right. I, I think people know that you're right.
2: Oh, what yeah. what
0: would you like if you could ask him something, what would you ask? Like I was thinking about that too. Like I always think about that like when if I meet... Can I
2: sit in your lap for an hour <laughs> and then have you just we just, just talk for an about hour. Like, whatever. Share an ice cream.
3: Just read later. me please just read sure, me, she? you know, yeah. one chapter. Read to me, you know, Salem's I'd Lot. Probably,
2: well, if it was right now, I'd, yeah, exactly. I'd probably ask about getting into the mind of a sixteen-year-old girl the way that he did in Carrie, because that's obviously what I've listened to. Um, I mean, it was like J.D. Salinger territory the way that he got into Holden Caulfield's mind of like, I like, I don't really know how you you stay there, what it's like. Um, I've read a little bit in on writing about how. Carrie was a story that he wrote the first couple pages of and threw in the trash can and then his wife, uh, Tabitha, found it and read it and was like, hey, this is really good. Why don't you continue? And so he stuck with it. Um, But I imagine it was like a departure for him to write so many female characters from the female perspective. But like he nailed it so well um, that I guess I'd probably want to have him explore that whole process and like ask about – Maybe find out more because I know that Carrie was based on two different girls that he went to school with um, who were picked on. So I'd probably just want to ask more about that process. And, um, yeah, because that's the stuff that I'm interested in now. Uh, if I had more time, I'd probably think of some better questions. And since I am an aspiring writer, I'd probably write them down. And then I'd, you know, sit <laughs> on his lap and we'd share ice cream and we'd talk.
0: I would go standard, like, convention, terrible question. Maybe what do you like more movies or plays? Mr. King, uh why why ph over v i mean who does that papa steve uh,
1: <laughs>
0: no i mean that's great i think i love i love it i love you guys I'll i love gonna, you guys i love you guys i love we uh we are passionate individuals and uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go pick passion. up some, i'm gonna pick up some Stephen king myself gonna we're gonna, gonna, be gonna be passionate the three of us are gonna hang out and we're just gonna read we're just gonna read books oh, just, yeah so fun. we'll just sit and
3: look, drink some tea oh, yeah Get I mean, a, like, yeah, air. cut Would up some cucumbers <laughs> and,
2: uh, oh, a couple diced cucumbers.
3: Yeah. You gotta shave we'll them uh... down.
2: Pour <sighs> some, uh,
0: pig's blood on
2: each other. Yeah. Right on the, at the <laughs> end. Right when you think things are as good as they can get. We'll just dump pig's blood. It'll be yeah. It'll be perfect. And I'll be over. Well, cool. Well, thank you for that stress. Yeah. It was, it's stressful, but it's good. Like, it's a, I'm happy.
0: Well, you hold that stuff close to your heart. Yeah, it's
2: super close to my chest. And, like, thanks, Jake, for being. You and for liking that stuff and like talking about that stuff on the podcast, and it's cool like, yeah. to you know inspire yeah. each other and all that kind of
1: bullshit. Mm-hmm.
0: So, well, I- you know, <laughs> fucking whatever. There's another author you guys may have heard of, his name's Dan Brown. Okay, and uh, he wrote the Da Vinci Code. Oh, <laughs> sure. cool. okay, yeah, you because know, it's like there's codes, like the secrets, jumping it's on it's that like, one, yeah, it's like it cost- national treasure. Mm. Tom Yanks. Uh, have you ever heard of a little lady named Stephanie Meyer? Hey. Ooh, I tried reading that. She's in the twilight of her career. How are those real? Like how are those (laughs) books
2: Quivering? The word quivering is the reason that those books sell. And like I don't know why else because vampires were definitely
0: They were big, like very big.
2: But I did not enjoy reading. I read some of, like, the beginning. I read as much of the Twilight series as I have of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So I could not stop putting them down, is my quote. (laughs) Those series, because they're just like, what the fuck? I did not enjoy them. The writing was all over the place, and I didn't enjoy the characters and the fucking, you know, love stories, teenage love is bullshit and
0: i just yeah teenage love is bullshit that's gonna be the name of this episode yeah
3: that's a good title
0: fucking
2: get over it teenagers it it gets better it's not the best high school sucks i'm really go read carrie it'll It'll make you feel better
3: here's the real here's the real stress coming out of abby here
2: it is high school was terrible i'm glad i'm 30 hey Wow. I, I, Send me your Stephen King books. I, I need remember them. in high school. <laughs> I, got a lot, I got a lot to work through. I remember yep. in
0: middle school and high school being like, I remember specifically being like, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm just not going to go through my awkward years. And I was like, <laughs> now I look back and realize my awkward years were aged. 13 to 20. Right. Like, so the guy wearing white
2: jeans and a Tommy Hilfiger shirt and like a whatever your...
0: Oh no, shirt. I had a FUBU shirt on yeah. and some Jinkos, and some... I, I had some... My what fashion was the, choices the were, necklace? I had a No Limit Records uh, chain and medallion. And your stepdad made you return. He did. He said did. it was a bad purchase. He did. got a lot of, a lot yeah. of issues. And he him. passed away this year. Oh. So. Looks <laughs> like I have the upper hand now. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> go get that necklace I'll back. Go get that necklace back. Oh, oh all yeah. right. We'll put it on the wall. Anyways. I'll let you wear it. I, I wanted to be a no-limit soldier. I wanted to express myself. <laughs> I think you should follow your dreams. Uh, if I start following my dreams, I'll end up...
2: Buying cucumbers. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs>
2: what? Nobody knows what's happening. It's okay. All right. It's the end of the, the, the end, end of the show.
0: Well, listen. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Everybody, I can talk. Thanks for people, guys. We record late at night, and I feel like near the end of our episodes, it just gets weird. We got, I, I'm yeah a little play bit, though. but I like it. I like it. Like the first half of our episodes are usually kind of all go business, all business. Back is all party. Yeah, it's like PG 13, and by the I'm end of the night, we're like unrated. Like they couldn't even. Cats are anything.
3: fighting. It's
2: The cat house. <laughs> Late Night HBO. Cat House? Isn't that what that is? Cat the, House? The prostitute. Yeah.
0: The ranch? Those are just women trying to make a living. <laughs> They're just friends. Um.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: good. Well, we're going to go watch some of that, so. so
0: we're going to go watch Cat House now. <laughs> and some Taxi Cab Confessions.
2: Oh, we're going to confess. We're going to have some confessions. I just confess. Right.
0: Well, thank you, everybody. Don't forget to join us, uh every week here on Yes I Have Some Podcast. You can find us online, yeshavesomecast.com. Search us on iTunes. Search for Yes Have Some. And uh, don't forget to leave us a five-star review because that helps us. Uh, with what, I don't know, but it, it's going to help. Um, it, it helps. It helps. Facebook.com slash Cast, And then Twitter and Instagram at YHS Podcast. Send us your pictures. Send us your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. Your Stephen King books. And some Stephen King books.
2: I know you have them.
0: Uh, our address is yes, have some one two three Main Street, Anytown, USA. Yes.
2: Uh,
0: but if you really do want to send us something, I'll actually send you the address. Yeah, send us something. <laughs> uh, Jake, anything else?
3: No, I think were, I think we're good, guys.
0: All right, cool. We did good. Well, for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, I'm Craig Goldberg saying if you can't stick with them, stick it in. Stick Whoa. it in <laughs> them. Stick it in them. It came right out. Let me right, let me try that one again. Second. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh. Like I always say, you can have a bird in one hand, and uh, you just gotta be careful.
1: Because <laughs> you never know. Because birds <laughs> they're are unpredictable. So unpredictable, unpredictable though. Uh, oh. Should we
0: do one more? Yes. I'm, I'm hoping. A common, <laughs> these are my improv skills. We do it I hope before. all
3: three of these are just going on the episode. Yes, they're
0: all um, uh, For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, this is Craig Goldberg saying, uh, "Life is short, um, but." So are lots of people, and you just have to deal with it.
2: You shouldn't point it out, and if they are, don't pick them up. Because short people, yeah. they don't like being picked up just because they're little.
0: Are you talking from experience?
2: Yeah. Right. Don't touch me.
0: Don't touch her. There's no reason to. Just don't say touch. excuse Well, me. Jake's tall, but don't touch him either. Nobody. Yeah, nobody touch No anybody. touching. Um, the uh, end of
2: the episode.
0: For Jacob Walsh, and Abigail Gardner. I'm in a loop Keep right now. Keep your
2: hands to yourself.
0: Keep your hands to yourself.
2: Craig can't stop.
0: And uh, just like they always say. Uh, oh, God. For... Oh. for uh, for every for every stone cast there's always Stone Cold Sea Boston. There it is. Alright, I'll that Thank you Yeah, good uh, idea. Cool. Alright, bye everyone, I love you. Good night. We love <laughs> bye
3: you. guys.
1: Bye. Jake doesn't love you. He so sure no